Hello, my friends. Welcome to the How Are You Living podcast. I am your host, Nathan Chilton. I think we can all agree that life can be hard sometimes, and my hope with these podcasts is to help make it a little bit easier, providing you with information to inspire and empower you to live the life that you want. So the question that I'll ask you is, how are you living? Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of How Are You Living? So today I want to talk about choices and the choices we make either move us towards health or away from health. But before I go into that, I want to discuss why I came up with the name How Are You Living? So this is a question that I've asked myself a lot recently, particularly the past 12 months, and it helps me reflect to where I'm at now and where I want to be. Because how you are living, if you break that down, is the choices that we make reflect on how we are living. And how we are living dictates how we show up in this world. So it's a pretty important question and it helps me. So the plan was, if it helps me, hopefully it will help some of you guys. So how are you living is a big question, quite a broad topic. So I like to break it down into different subsections. So you can call these pillars of health. And these pillars are, um, how are you moving? Um, We know this is important because we need to move. I've done a couple of podcasts on this topic. So are we moving daily? And we need this to express health. What's our rest like? What's our sleep like? Extremely important. What's our nutrition, diet, hydration like? What's our emotional stress like? How good are we at managing our thoughts, managing our stress? And then we've got connection. So this can be classed as self-awareness, um, connection with ourselves, but also connection with our environment and everything around us. Because I think we're very disconnected from that. And that in itself can cause huge dysfunction and dysregulation within the body and within the nervous system. So you start to, to focus on those pillars. And again, it can be very overwhelming when you look at everything. But what I want to do is be able to break it down and then you focus on one area at a time. Where can you make improvements, say, in your movement or your nutrition or your connection with yourself? And it's important to bear in mind here that everything that we do affects everything. You do something in in regards to improving your movement and it's going to have a knock-on effect and a ripple effect throughout the rest of your health. If you change your nutrition and diet, that is also going to have an effect on everything. So it's important to bear in mind that everything affects everything and it's impossible not to affect one thing by doing another. But we're so programmed um, with this healthcare paradigm that we're in um, or sick care system, and I'll touch upon that in a moment, um, that we are able to fix things from outside in. We are a sum of different parts that don't affect each other, which is completely flawed. And we are energy and matter. Whereas if we're looking from a medical perspective, it's all about matter. We do this, that's fine, but ignoring the other systems. And that's why it's very dangerous and not ideal when you are seeing one specialist that looks at heart, say one specialist that looks at kidney, and they are seeing these two problems as, as separate, when in fact they are probably very interlinked. And this isn't me having a dig at medicine. Medicine is fantastic 
at what it does. And just this weekend, I was speaking with a colleague and saying medicine is fantastic at what it does. Things like orthopedic surgery to move tumors and, and put titanium bespoke implants in its place, like I've had done. You've got acute care, delivering babies, studying the effects of chemicals and medicine on the body. These are all fantastic. But is it health? Is it vitality? It's not. And if you are using that system as your primary um, system to help improve your health, you're going to become very stuck. And that's why I want to talk to you today about the choices we make and whose responsibility is that to move us towards health and away from sickness and disease. And the choice is ours and it is our responsibility. It is my responsibility for how I show up, the choices I make to move me to where I want to be. And it's similar for you. The choices that you make day in, day out will have an impact on your life and your ability to either express health or express disease. And rather looking at problems as fixing it. And I know that's hard to not get sucked into. I think we all are victim to that because of the society we live in in regards to instant gratification. We want it now, so we get it now. We can get a lot of things right now in this moment, but that isn't the case when it comes to disease and sickness. So if we look at disease, for example, it's an accumulation over time, probably months, years, decades. The choices you make then create an environment for disease. You don't just wake up one day with the problem and that's when it occurred. Yes, there are some circumstances, but for 75, 95% of the illnesses, the chronic illnesses that we experience are an accumulation, which is good because that means disease generally takes time to develop. So if you flip that and then we look at health, health expression, rather than trying to fix this disease, think about healing the disease, which again will take time, effort, energy, and persistence, just as it did for the disease to occur in the first place. But it's really empowering that if you think of it that way, rather than fixing the problem or individual part, you need to focus on yourself as a whole. What changes and choices can I make to create an environment that's going to push the needle on the gauge towards better health and vitality? Because I know when we are given a diagnosis or we're told that we have a problem, it's very easy and very quick to go into survival mode. Irrational thinking goes out the window and we want a solution right here, right now. And that isn't the case when it comes to health. Part of health is healing. Healing takes time if you give yourself the right environment. And that moves me on to the choices that we make. So those pillars of health that I mentioned at the start, if you start to make changes in all of those areas, over time, you will get to where you want or need to be. But don't think too much of the bigger picture. I know that's extremely easy. You think of the end goal, you get very overwhelmed, and you almost paralyze yourself, and then you make no changes at all. You think, what's the point? There is a huge point when it comes to expressing better health. The choices you make, the small choices, are the most important ones, and over time, that will make a big difference. So if we say 10,000 steps a day in itself doesn't seem like a lot and you might think what's the point? 10,000 steps over a month period is 300,000 steps. That right there will make a huge difference not just on your body's ability to express health but say if you're trying to lose um, fat tissue and gain a bit of lean muscle just introducing those steps will make a big difference. You reduce your calorie intake by two, 300 calories a day. That in itself will make no difference at all. You do that again over 30 days, 
big difference. So you just increase steps, reduce calorific intake slightly, and then you've got a calorie deficit and that's going to move you towards looking better maybe if that's one of your goals. Obviously, that's a very simple way of looking at it and it's a lot more complex than that. I just want you to grasp the idea of small changes make a big difference. If we look at, say, improving the health of your mind and meditation, you meditate 10, 20 minutes a day, isn't going to make a big difference. You do that day in, day out, or 90% of the time, you're going to be patterning and reprogramming your nervous system to be more parasympathetic. The more you do that, things can pattern. So what I mean by that is over time, things can change. And then that's when you start to reap the benefits. So that's how you have to look at health, health choices is Yes, you want to get to the bigger picture, but how do I get there? What's the first step, the second step, the third step? Be consistent with the the steps immediately in front of you, and that's when you'll start to see change. But I know it can be overwhelming for, for everyone, me included. So that's why I think this channel is important, this YouTube, this podcast, because I want to try and break it down as much as I can, but with keeping the awareness there that it isn't just individual things, but all these individual cogs in the machine affect everything but if you look at everything in one go it can blow your mind a little bit and you end up making no change at all and going back to these quick fix solutions which just don't exist with health you need to start focusing on what's going on inside so one of the pillars of health that i mentioned at the start was connection self-awareness and that's extremely important you need to have an awareness of where you're at now what you're feeling now, where you want to be, why you're doing what you're doing to help kind of push you in the right direction or guide you in the right direction to what choices you need to make to get where you want to be. And only you know that, but you'll only know that if you stay still, create ease, really pause and listen to your body. Your body is extremely wise. It is extremely clever. We are designed to express health. That's our default health. How do we get to that default? We create an environment and that is the external environment, but also the internal environment. And that's to do with how we manage our thoughts and how aware of our thoughts are we? If you have no awareness, you don't know why you're making the choices anyway, or you might be completely oblivious to what choices you are making. So then the outcome of these choices, again, you have no awareness. So this is one of the probably biggest things that I've done to help with my healing journey is start with the foundation of why am I where I'm at now? How did I get here? Why did I get here? Where do I want to go? And how am I going to get there? And this is driven by why you want to make these changes. And this is one thing that you need to really grasp is why are you making the choices today? Why do you want to change to either go towards health Or if you don't want to change, which is again, completely fine, the choice is yours, why don't you want to change? But it really helps when you figure out why you're doing what you're doing, because when you do go off track and you do lose sight of where you want to be, it acts as an anchor to pull you back. But going back to going off track, we're human, it happens. It happens to everyone. If someone tells you it doesn't, they're lying. It happens to me a lot but it's all about hitting the target more times than you miss. And if you imagine you've got 30 days again, you fall off the wagon or fall off the track, whatever the saying is, um, four times, 26 of those days you are still on track. So just show yourself love, compassion, and treat yourself and talk to yourself as if you were talking to a friend, a loved one, if you're a chiropractor or a doctor, how you would talk to a patient. 
How would you want them to feel? You wouldn't want them to feel shame or blame. You'd want them to feel supported, loved. And that's what you need to do with yourself. And that takes practice, lots of practice, because we are not taught how to do that. And it can seem a bit strange, a bit foreign when you are talking to yourself in such a positive light, but it's a necessity. And again, going back to the foundation of my healing journey was creating better self-awareness, improving my self-talk from a more negative perspective to a more positive perspective. And again, it takes time, it takes practice. And in that word practice, there is no end goal. Think of it as an infinite game. And and if you think of life as an infinite game is that we're not trying to rush to get to the end because if we did, we all know what happens there. It's death. But make changes day in, day out to just move you in the direction of becoming a better version of yourself with no end in sight. And then you enjoy the process a bit more because you're not rushing to get to an end goal. And it's all about the process. And I think we've heard that a lot that it's, all the lessons that we learn during the process that make the difference. Yes, it's amazing to get to the top of the mountain, but once you're at the top of the mountain, it's a bit like, oh, I'm here now. What shall I do? So just be kind to yourself, show yourself compassion, and you will get where you need to be. Because when you start to listen to yourself, when you quiet your mind, remove all the external chatter, you start to realize that your body knows what it needs, but you just need to be still enough for long enough to listen. And then trust the process. Once you are doing things that are pushing you towards health and you're focusing on all those pillars of health that I mentioned, with time and persistence, you will get to where you need to be. And just think of it as a journey. It's not a quick fix. It's a process. And you need to learn to trust this process because health is our default. We are not born to express disease. It's unfortunate that we do, but a huge amount of that is to do with the environment that we are in. So my purpose of all these podcasts, all these videos, but particularly this one, is just to get you thinking, to start to approach health from a different perspective, just to empower you so you realize that you do have more choice and you are not doomed necessarily by genetics, but you have a choice to create the environment that you want. And a huge part of this is learning to manage your thoughts, your stress, because that has a direct impact on your nervous system. And if I could finish on one piece of advice is, if you start to master your nervous system, start to get a nervous system that is more regulated rather than dysregulated, you start to grasp that and you will really change your life because it is your nervous system that controls everything. It is your nervous system that perceives the reality that we're in. So if you imagine how much chemical stress, emotional stress, and physical stress that our body has to process, which is in fact done by our nervous system, as well as our nervous system navigating and perceiving our reality, that has a huge impact if there is dysregulation within the nervous system, if you are maybe more sympathetic dominant rather than parasympathetic. And we need that balance and we need to be able to switch between the sympathetic and parasympathetic, but be more so in the parasympathetic state so we can be in a place of ease, being more responsive and how we perceive the world will be very different. We'll be able to think more clearly and be more conscious, be more present. And they are all things that are necessary when it comes to expressing better health and vitality. 
I really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe, leave a review and share to your friends and family to help them on their health journey. Your support is very much appreciated and I'm going to leave you with one question. How are you living?